Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. If you would remain standing for just a moment more, I want to read out of the book of Hebrews. Se puede permanecer un momento más de pie. Vamos a leer, voy a leer el libro de Hebreos, capítulo 1. Hebrews chapter 1, in verse 1, it says, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets, in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory the exact representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power. And when he had made purification for sin, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight for your son Jesus. We thank you for the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the fellowship of the body of Christ. Tonight as we come to your word in reflection of your incarnate birth on the earth, we pray that you would cause our hearts to reflect upon the great gift that has been given to us, as well as ministers of the gospel, to reflect on the great privilege that has been given to us to make known the manifold grace of God. We ask that you would bless the preaching of your word as well as the hearing of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to thank the district uh, for this opportunity to share the word this uh, evening. And uh, I am going to be brief. I figured that since you had already eaten, I could afford to go longer, but I'm going to be brief tonight. As I was uh, reflecting upon the message of Christmas, al reflejar sobre el mensaje de Navidad, there are many uh, attributes to this holiday that we could talk about. Hay muchos atributos de, este, de esta celebración que pudiéramos hablar. But I want to speak tonight about hearing the voice of God. Yo quiero hablar sobre oyendo la voz de Dios. If there is anything about Christmas it is that it is filled with people who heard God's voice. La Navidad es una historia de muchas personas que entendieron la voz de Dios. And I believe that God still speaks today. Yo creo que Dios todavía habla hoy. I, I didn't hear anybody agree with that, so I'm going to give you another chance. I said, I believe that God still speaks today. Amen. And what a precious gift it is to hear the voice of God. Es un regalo muy precioso poder oír la voz de Dios. I want to begin just by mentioning some of the people who heard the voice of God. The Bible says that Zechariah went into the holy place to offer incense. And while he was in there, in that place of eternal reverence, Zacarías al entrar al lugar santo, a ofrecer uh, incenso en su turno. Él entró y en ese lugar sagrado, él oyó la voz de Dios. He heard the voice of God saying to him that he was going to have a son. And that his son would be the forerunner, the Messiah. Now, 
He was the first one in the pageant, so understandably, he got it a little wrong. And he said, no, no, no. Never. It won't be this way. It can't be. And you all know the rest of the story. He was unable to speak now for the rest of the term of Elizabeth's uh, bearing of John the Baptist. But he heard God. And, and the writer of the book of Hebrews, he says, God in the past has spoken in many portions and in many ways. He spoke to Zechariah through an angel. If we go back into the early days of, of the history of the Bible, we see that God spoke in many portions and in many ways. He spoke through a burning bush to Moses. He spoke through um, a, a message on a, on a wall written by his very hand to the king of Babylon. And here he speaks to Zechariah through the angel. And Zechariah doesn't speak again until the day that John is born. And you all might recall that the day John was born. And, and they asked Elizabeth, what are you going to name this boy? And she said, his name's going to be John. And everybody began to tell her, Elizabeth, Liz, Liz, Liz. Nobody in our family is named John. Cuando nació Juan el Bautista, la madre de Juan el Bautista dijo, se va a llamar Juan. Y las mujeres que estaban ahí le decían, Elizabeth, nadie en nuestra familia tiene ese nombre. But Zachariah had heard the voice of God. Pero Zacarías había escuchado la voz de Dios. And he went against the whole room of women. Bold man. And he said, he wrote it down, if you recall. Then he spoke and he said, his name shall be John. Y él escribió y luego dijo, su nombre será Juan. Qué hombre tan valiente contradecir a todas esas mujeres. Pero en ese día él, él las contradijo porque él había escuchado la voz de Dios. Someone else, an unlikely figure in the story, was way over there in Rome. He was Caesar. The mighty potentate. Ruler of all of Rome. This vast empire that had been established by Alexander the Great and now was under his rule. Uh, otro uh, que figura en esta historia es el, el César allá en Roma que era el, el gran monarca de Roma uh, poderoso en toda esa región establecida por Alejandro el Grande y ahora él es el que toma el dominio del poder. And we don't exactly know how but but we know that he heard God's voice somehow. Something made him do something. And he said, you know what? I have an idea. I want you to go and count every citizen in, in Rome. Algo comenzó a tocarle su mente y él dijo, vamos a enumerar a todo Roma. He thought it was his idea, but he didn't really know that the Caesars are the handmaiden of the Lord. Él pensaba que esta era su idea, pero no se había dado cuenta que el César era la sierva del Señor. Y él manda esa orden que cada uno regrese al, al lugar de su nacimiento. Every man must go to the city of his birth. And in order to, uh, to accomplish a very, a very small prophecy written by the prophet Micah, God stirs the heart of the king. And all of Rome goes into motion like a great-grandfather clock. 
just so that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. Church, if Caesar could hear God's voice. Si César pudo oír la voz de Dios que lo hizo mover a todo Roma como un reloj, todas las partes moviendo para que el Hijo de Dios naciere en el lugar adecuado. God is an awesome God. Nuestro Dios es un Dios asombroso. He could have just, he could have just moved Mary and Joseph from Nazareth to Bethlehem, but instead he moved Caesar. Pudiera haber movido solamente a María y a José, pero movió a César y César movió a Roma para que Jehová tuviera la gloria de decir esto lo hice yo. Then we hear about a young little girl, a young maiden. Her name was Mary. She was espoused to a man named Joseph. Luego leemos de una señorita llamada María. Esposada a un señor llamado José. Y ella un día oye la voz de Dios. And she too heard the voice of God. Again, an angel appears to her and he says, Mary, you have been chosen by God among women. And in you will be conceived the Son of the Most High. En tu vientre, le dijo el ángel a María, se concibirá el Hijo del Dios viviente. And she asked the natural question, how can this be? Ella preguntó una pregunta muy natural, ¿cómo puede ser esto? Si no conozco un hombre, I do not know a man. But the, the angel of the Lord gave her the very precise instructions as to how this was going to take place. And she believed him. Ella le creó al ángel. And Luke records the Magnificat, those uh, several eight or ten verses where Mary in her song of praise to God, a little girl from the Jewish youth group, she quotes more than eight verses out of the Old Testament. And she says, my soul does magnify the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. And, and this thing that would be accomplished in her would be done by the work and word of God. And it would be through her that the word would become flesh and dwell among us. Thank God she could hear God's voice. Que bueno que ella podía oír la voz de Dios. And now she was in a great controversy, wasn't she? Engaged and pregnant. But she had heard from God. Ahora ella se encuentra en una gran controversia. Embarazada y sin estar casada. Pero ella había oído la voz de Dios. Now God had to speak to Job. Ahora Dios tenía que hablar a José. You know, that's not a bad prayer when you need God to speak to somebody and you've said all that you can say. It's better to just say, Lord, you speak to Job. A veces cuando hemos dicho todo lo que podemos decir, tenemos que decir, Señor, tú habla con José. And now we have the fourth figure in our story, this man who we don't know much about, but we know one thing about Joseph, that he could hear God's voice. 
No sabemos mucho de José, pero sí sabemos esto, que él pudo oír la voz de Dios. And again, God speaks to him and he says, Joseph, I want you to, don't put her away, but take her in because this is from me, this is my doing. Y el Señor le hace entender a José que esto era de parte de él, que él lo había hecho en el vientre de María y que este sería el Hijo de Dios. And not only that, but he gave Joseph the name. He said, you're going to call his name Jesus. Le dio a José el nombre diciéndole, llamará su nombre Jesús. What a name. Not only that, but the Bible also tells us later that Joseph received them another hearing of the voice of God in a dream telling him, go to Egypt. He spared the life of Mary and, Joseph, uh, of, and Jesus because he could hear the voice of God. And then we hear out on the, shep on the field of the shepherds, these men who were the lowest on the totem pole of Jewish society. Luego vemos aquellos pastores en lo, lo más bajo de la sociedad It is said that a, 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 a shepherd in the days of Jesus was the last job you ever wanted. Ser un pastor de ovejas era el último trabajo que alguien, alguien que quisiera. Pero estos pobres hombres oyeron la voz de Dios. But these men also heard the voice of God. The Bible said that an angel appeared to them and said, Fear not, good shepherds. For today I bring you good news, great tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. Today in the city of David is born unto you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You will find him wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And then finally there's these wise men who saw a star. Sometimes God speaks in unusual ways. They saw a star that guided them to Bethlehem. Luego vemos los magos, los cuales vieron una estrella brillando. Y ellos, a través de esto, entendieron que Dios estaba hablando. Y siguieron esa estrella hacia Belén. Y cuando hubieron llegado, when they had arrived and presented their gifts to Christ, hubiendo dado sus regalos a Jesús, the Bible said, they too heard from God. And he said, don't go back to Herod. Go home another way. Ellos entendieron la voz de Dios que les habló y dijo, no regresen al rey Herodes, sino vayan por otro camino. Y muchos más vemos en esta historia que tuvieron una sencillez a la voz de Dios. Many more we hear in this story who did not, who had a sensitivity to the voice of God. I could also list a number who did not have a sensitivity to the voice of God, who were literally two miles away from the Messiah two yards away even from the Messiah and they could not understand the day of their deliverance. Hubo muchos los cuales en los días del nacimiento de Jesús no entendieron la voz de Dios. But I want to tell you about one last one who heard the voice of God. This one heard the voice of God sometime in eternity past. Este último que escuchó la voz de Dios la escuchó en un día en la eternidad pasada. 
where the Godhead was united in council. Estaba unido la Deidad en concilio. Y dijo el Padre, ¿Quién irá por nosotros? ¿A quién enviaremos? And the Son heard the voice of God saying, and He responded, I will go. I will go. And He would be the one who would say to His disciples, I don't speak on my own initiative, but I speak that which I have heard my Father say. It was Jesus, the Son of God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. Glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Es Jesús el cual escuchó la voz del Padre y dijo, yo iré. Se encarnó y se hizo carne y vimos su gloria. Gloria como el, el, el único inogénito del Padre. Y dice la palabra del Señor que de su plenitud hemos todo recibido. Gracia sobre gracia. The Bible says that from His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Let me read again what the writer of Hebrews says. He says, God after He spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and in many ways in these last days has spoken to us in His Son. Amen. You know, in the Greek there, it doesn't have the word in. It just literally says that God has spoken to us. It's, sorry, it doesn't have the word his, it just says, God has spoken to us in Son. En, la, uh, en el griego original, esta frase que dice Hebreos, que Dios ha hablado a nosotros a través de su Hijo, en el griego solamente dice, ha hablado a nosotros en Hijo. As if I said to you, I am speaking in English. I am speaking in Spanish. When God spoke last to man, He spoke in Son. Cuando Dios últimamente habló al mundo, no habló, es como decir, hablo en inglés, hablo en español, pero Dios habló en Hijo. The Son is the very language of God. El Hijo es la misma idioma de Dios, la, la misma, la misma, uh, el mismo lenguaje del Padre. The Son is the very language of God. And we hear it here that the, the, the writer of Hebrews says that He is the exact representation of His nature. Amen. Dice el escritor que Él es la representación exacta de su naturaleza. Y Jesús es la última voz de Dios al mundo. Es el último mensaje de Dios al mundo. Jesus is the last message to man. Hear me, friends. We are, as ministers of the gospel, the last stop on the last train for all eternity. Before us came the angels and the prophets and even the written word and then came Jesus. And this is what the writer of Hebrews says. If you don't get on with Jesus, there won't be another chance to board. So today if we hear His voice, 
He says, don't harden your hearts. And I want to challenge us as servants of God and as ministers of the gospel that this Christmas and in this coming year, we would become convinced of this reality that God still speaks. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. And I became convinced of this about a year ago as the Lord would challenge us at Kingsway Church. And He would challenge me to tell, to tell the people that they needed to learn to hear the voice of God. How can you have a relationship with someone you can't hear? Whose voice you do not know. And as Pentecostals, we ought to know better than anyone how it is to hear the voice of God. What a beautiful privilege. Que hermoso privilegio y don se nos ha dado a nosotros poder oír la voz de Dios. Jesús dijo, mis ovejas oyen mi voz. Y este regalo, este don, no es solamente para los ministros, pero para todas las iglesias donde usted y yo somos ministros. Que ahí hay personas que quieren tener relación con Dios, pero no oyen su voz. Es necesario que aprendan a oír su voz. And I just want to share in closing that in order to hear God's voice, we must first be a son. His children hear His voice. Second, we need a listening heart. Para oír la voz de Dios necesitamos ser hijos. Enseguida tenemos que tener un corazón que oye. A listening heart. And in the holiday season it's very easy to not hear. And you see sometimes people getting into all kinds of uh, frustration in the, in the uh, mall and you wonder they lost the whole point. But in the midst of all the hustle and bustle, as we can say, there is a voice that is speaking to the church. And it requires a listening heart. And then ultimately it requires our time to say, God, I'm going to spend time with you. I'm going to get apart and away with you and I'm going to hear for your voice I want to hear your voice through your word I want to hear your voice through the preaching of the gospel that's in the pulpit I want to hear your voice through the Holy Spirit on the inside of me I want to be as close to you as I can possibly be this is the great gift that God has given the church ese es un gran regalo que Dios ha dado a la iglesia and so this Christmas I want to just encourage you to tune in and to encourage those around you to tune in because it's not just about hearing His voice there's something that follows that it's about following our instructions if we can't hear Him we can't follow the instructions but if we can hear Him and we obey And we follow those instructions. Those instructions will lead to His will being done in our lives. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Father, we thank You tonight 
Because in the past you spoke to us in many portions and in many ways, but in these last days you have spoken to us in your Son. Now by the Holy Spirit you have given us the ability to commune with God, to commune with you, to speak to you and to hear you. And I pray that in this room, every one of us who's a minister of the gospel and serving in the, in the church, in the body of Christ, I pray there would be a sensitivity to your voice this Christmas season. And Father, I pray this especially because there is a need in our day. Our nation needs the church to hear God's voice. We cannot afford to be a quiet church in the midst of an un unrest and in the midst of anxiety in our country and in our world. God, let us hear your voice and be willing and ready to proclaim truth. Father, I pray for any of my colleagues tonight who maybe have felt a dryness in their spirit, who have felt a, a lack of openness to the word. Maybe they feel like they don't have anything more to give. I pray that a special anointing would come upon each one tonight, that we would have a freshness tomorrow morning as we enter the pulpit and this entire season, that we would have a freshness in our message, a freshness in our preaching, a freshness in our, in our understanding of the word. For we live in critical days. We are your sheep. We did not make ourselves, but you, O oh God, made us. We are your sheep, the sheep of your pasture. Cause us to hear your voice and to obey. Let the anointing of the Spirit of God rest upon each of us for the glory of God in our generation. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.